With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. How you guys doing? How you living? How you feeling? Uh, So I'm going to be honest. This day has been wild. I am recording. It is now Monday right around 5 o'clock. Free agency tampering is going all in. I'm going to try and hit as many of those as I can. Antonio Brown, that went down this weekend. I have Lefko's 15 thoughts on that. Then we're getting Tim Brown on the phone because I thought it was perfect. He's a lifelong Raider. He's the guy. And he played for John Gruden. How's AB going to do with John? Tim's going to know. How are the Raiders fans going to love AB? Tim's going to know. We're going to get him. And then I know that all of you saw the alert or you saw the news item this weekend that said Dallas Cowboys defensive lineman quits on IG Live while smoking weed. I'm going to bet that not a lot of you watched it. I did. And I'm going to explain to you why he's not crazy. But first, we do have some news. Um, It's official. Bleacher Report has decided the powers that be weighing in your 1,400 submissions that the new name of this crazy, wonderful, homie-driven podcast is The Lefko Show. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, Close second was the Players Podcast, and I'm telling you right now, we are still going to keep up that philosophy. Players first Everybody else second. That's never going to die. But mainly, look, guys, thank you so much for wanting it to be called The Left Go Show. I didn't know about it. It's weird putting your name on something. But I am telling you this. I may have to give 34% instead of 33 right now. Because when your name is on something, you care about it more. You fight for it. You go to war for it. You don't care. So thank you. With that being said, I might need to change these amendments. I know. And listen, we're always going to be the players' podcast. It's always going to be beans, not beef. It's always going to be grass, not turf. But Amendment 1 and Amendment 2, we might need to talk about. And I know that this is shocking some of you at home. Amendment 1, raise your hand. I'll wait. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Amendment 2, Kyle Shanahan is our favorite coach in the NFL. It's the Lefko show. It's not Sims and Lefko. And I have a problem with both of those two. Number one, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I know it's too soon. I know he's played one season in one game. I know. But he's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. So I'm going to turn this over to you guys, the homies, a 33%. And I need to know, reach out to me on social. I'm probably going to put a form online just to get the official vote. I don't want to do a Twitter poll. I want to sit out. Oh, 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 no. I want a Lefko show poll. Ooh, that sounded nice. So my first amendment that I'm saying, and this is crazy. This is anarchy. 
Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. I need you guys to weigh in. Should it remain Aaron Rodgers? What do we do? Because I am on the Mahomes train. I am a Mahomey through and through. Number two, I don't know if Kyle Shanahan is my favorite coach in the NFL anymore. Kyle Shanahan never came on this podcast in person. And I just need you guys to know that I'm petty. And I care about the people that care about me. Sean McVay knows my name. Sean McVay dropped a casual left co. So I don't and I don't know if he's gonna be the guy. Frankly, my favorite coach in the NFL's up. I might need you guys to help me vote for that too. So Amendment One and Amendment Two are on the table. And I'm also saying this, and this one's really gonna hurt me right in the gut. I'm looking for my new football dad. Yeah. I think I gotta retire, Phil. There's just certain things from the old show. I know we're going to have Phil on again, okay? But I think I need a new football dad. I can't claim someone else's dad as my football dad. And, and I actually think it's kind of fun. Who is the old guy that doesn't get to talk enough that we can bring onto the show and let it be his outlet? Are we going to make Terry Bradshaw our new football dad? What about Howie Long? He's got a lot of kids. I'd like to be one of them. I don't know if I can convince Philip Rivers to be my football dad. He's got enough dad stuff to do. But um, we're going to have Charles Barkley on soon. Maybe he'll be my sports dad. But I really want a football dad. So three things that I need help from the homies whenever you go on social. Amendment one, who's the greatest quarterback we've ever seen, Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? Amendment two, who is our new? Because I'm I, sorry, Kyle. Got to kick you to the curb, bro. You're not my favorite coach of the NFL. You're not. Damn, that hurts to say. I'm sure it hurts to hear. And number three, who is going to be my football dad? All right, so I have my phone here. My Bleacher Report app is locked and loaded. There has been breaking news all day. I had to go to an NCAA symposium because, hey, breaking Lefko news. If you want to watch the tournament with me, the first week of the tournament, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be hosting this thing called NCAA Fast Break. It's going to be on the NCAA website, a few other places. It's the red zone of March Madness, and they looked around the company, CBS, and NFL and Turner and they said who do we get that should do this and they said left go and you're damn right because it's going to be great I just got a breaking news alert already that Blake Bortles will be cut free now that Nick Foles will be signing with the Jaguars what a day after all that Blake Bortles shall be set free Unbelievable. Now the question is, do you believe that any team in the NFL will go after Blake Bortles? I can't I don't know who, but I have a hope. I have a hope. You know uh you know where his former offensive coordinator went? Green Bay. If Blake Bortles and Aaron Rodgers are on the same team, it would be the most beautiful combination ever. They walk out there on the practice field. Aaron Rodgers throws a ball. Blake Bortles blinks, looks, puts the ball down, walks off the field. Sometimes when you know, you know. But in all honesty, look, now that it's a Lefko show, I don't have to hate Blake Bortles anymore. I mean, guys, we could be a pro Blake Bortles podcast. No? Okay. 
Yeah, I didn't think so. All right, so here are the moves that have happened today that I've really loved. And I'm going to get to the over the weekend stuff in a second, but I want it because I know that you guys are listening to this on Tuesday morning or whatever you do. The Lions moves have me very excited. Four guys thus far. Danny Amendola, Jesse James, the tight end from the Steelers, Justin Coleman, Nickelback from the Seahawks, and they got Trey Flowers from the Patriots. Here's the reason I like these moves as a collection. Amendola on its head, look, not that much money. He's not that reliable, sometimes gets hurt a lot. But when you factor in the fact that they got to spend money on Trey Flowers and Justin Coleman, it was a smart move to get him as a third wide receiver behind Galladay uh, and the other dude that's an absolute a monster for Detroit as I look up their roster because I am overwhelmed with news right now. No, so he's going to join there. Marvin Jones, obviously, Kenny Galladay, and they tried some stuff with TJ Jones, but he's a free agent. But I like Amendola maybe going underneath. Jesse James is a blocking tight end, fits the personality of what they're trying to do extremely well. They make Justin Coleman the highest paid nickelback in the NFL. He was with uh, their head coach for two years in Detroit, Matt Patricia. He knows what he has there, goes to Seattle. I don't know if he's the best nickelback in the NFL, but it's something they needed after those draft picks of Tease Tabor uh, didn't work out. Look, I love Darius Slay, but Tease Tabor, it just it wasn't happening. He wasn't the guy, uh, so I understand it. But to get Trey Flowers, and it's expected to be around 16 to $18 million per year, that's the win of the offseason thus far, in my opinion, because you need those guys. Get rid of Ezekiel Ansa. He has not paid out. But this guy can go in there and establish the identity of this defense immediately. But to beat out Miami, to beat out Tennessee, to beat out all the Belichick disciples and Belichick for Belichick's number one front seven guy, Matt Patricia is showing and Bob Quinn are showing that they're really going to try and build this in Detroit. And I'm also going to say this, Detroit, that first game of the year, when they blew it to, to the Jets, and then they had a few good games, and then they, they petered out. Go and check out the last three, four games of the year for Detroit. It was starting to click. I think they're going to take another step. Another move I loved, I loved, Eagles signed Malik Jackson three for 30 with a $10 million guaranteed. So it's really a one-year $10 million contract. Him and Fletcher Cox next to each other. Michael Bennett was a big loss traded to the Patriots, but this guy is younger, and I think he's going to be highly motivated after what happened in Jacksonville. Run defense, not his strong suit. Wasn't the strong suit of Michael Bennett either, but keeping Brandon Graham, adding Malik Jackson, Derek Barnett comes back healthy. Love that signing, and hopefully we'll have him in here soon. One thing I would love to see... Deshaun Jackson released by the Bucks. get him on the Eagles, too. Get him on the Eagles, too. I'm excited to see where Deshaun Jackson goes, but he wants to play for the Eagles. I love Nick Foles to the Jaguars for about $22 million per season. I'm excited for the Jaguars to have hope. I'm excited for them to get in a training camp and look at the quarterback position and not go, ugh, we got to hold offenses to eight points this year because it's Bortles. Bortles is done. 
The Steelers, they had to rush out A.B. because it was stressing them out. The Jaguars, you know what? They handled it well. They bring in Nick Foles. They move on from Blake Bortles. Happy for it. But the the move that I really, really love, in addition to Trey Flowers, is Jamison Crowder to the Jets if he stays healthy. This is an underneath receiver that is super quick, that was great with Kirk Cousins when he was there. Last year, banged up quarterback changes. But if the Jets are able to get an underneath wide receiver for for Sam Darnold, who lives underneath for $17 million guaranteed over three years. All about it. All about it. Quincy Anunwa, really solid receiver, but he was banged up as well. But to get Sam Darnold, that underneath guy, is what I love. These are the signings that I'm going, really? What? First one, Landon Collins to Washington. Six for 84, 45 guaranteed. So it's really a three-year contract for about 15 to $16 million a year. I'm going to say this. I love Landon Collins. As a purser, person, and as a player, I love in-the-box safeties that are willing to take your head off, but not for $16 million a year. The market's not there. I mean, Earl Thomas is trying to get 10. Eric Berry was at 13. That was the highest. So Washington makes him the highest paid safety in the NFL. Interesting. Josh Norman is already the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. Washington spends their money in places that don't doesn't make sense to me. I also don't know if the gap between DJ Swearinger and Landon Collins is that wide. And they got rid of DJ Swearinger because he talked too much. I'm just saying, Landon Collins, you for Landon Collins, he's a winner. Because he gets the highest contract for his safety, and he gets to play his former team twice a year. Motivation, in the words of the King T.I. But Landon Collins, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Trent Brown, who got a $66 million deal with 37 guaranteed, the most for a tackle in the NFL for the Raiders. I'm happy for Trent, but that one had all the signs of being a letdown. This is Trent Brown that the Niners traded away for a fifth-round pick to the Patriots. He goes to Dante Skarnecchia, arguably the greatest offensive line coach in NFL history. And now he's going to play. And so it was clear maybe it was an overachievement because he was playing for the Patriots. They, this just happened with Nate Solder. And now the Raiders are paying him big-time dollars to go work with Tom Cable. I need you guys to understand something. The Seattle Seahawks offensive line was abysmal. Abysmal. And then they switch up their offensive line coach and it all got fixed. That offensive line coach was Tom Cable. Tom Cable went to the Raiders last season. Kalechi Osemele was one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. In PFF, he dropped to 66. He dropped to 66 from being in the top 20 with Tom Cable. I don't know why Tom Cable's still the coach, but this combination of Trent Brown leaving Dante Scarnecchia to go to Tom Cable and get paid $37 million guaranteed, it has all the signs of being troubling. Now, the Raiders are expected to release Donald Penn. Colton Miller they drafted in the first round last year. They do have young, big guys at their offensive tackles, and they need to protect Derek Carr if he's going to throw to A.B. I'm just looking at it and going, all the signs are for that to be disappointing. 
I'm happy for Quantics Alexander getting four years, 54 million, 27 in guarantees, about 13 and a half per year. That makes him the highest paid uh, inside linebacker, off the ball linebacker. I'm just saying, played six games last year, tours ACL in week seven. Keekley was the highest paid off ball linebacker at 12.4. I've never thought that Quan Alexander is anywhere near Luke Keekley. This one now makes me look at the Niners. The Niners put all that money into Jarek McKinnon last year, probably overpaid, and he got hurt and didn't work out well. Quan Alexander played for the Bucks. John Lynch played for the Bucks. Okay, he's a speed linebacker, can go sideline to sideline, can fit in nicely. I'm just looking at it and going, if Quan got 14, C.J. Mosley's going to get damn near 16. The, he just changed the market. I think see, I think that contract honestly placed C.J. Mosley out of a lot of teams because now he gets to go, I've done a lot more than Quan Alexander. Again, happy for Quan as the player's podcast. I'm looking at, at Mayock and I'm going, maybe, oh no, that was, excuse me, that was um, John Lynch. And I'm going, maybe you didn't get the right one there. Maybe it was a little bit too much. But the thing that's really got me saying really is the fact that Multiple reporters are coming out saying the Giants are, quote, listening to offers for Odell Beckham Jr. If Odell Beckham Jr. is the guy, then Gettleman needs to get in front of a microphone immediately and say none of this is true. Because I'm telling you right now, the Odell camp has to be frustrated. Has to be. Because if he's the guy... Then you go out there and say something. If he's not the guy, then you do exactly what you're doing. You shut your mouth and you listen to offers. But they need to go out there and go. They Gettleman needs to be angry. We laugh all the time how he's this like crumudgeony old guy that likes to set the tone. Well, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to go out there with that accent and go, how many times do I need to tell you people to shut up about Odell? You need to. Because Odell is sitting at home right now going, who am I supposed to want to play for right now? Probably isn't going to be the Giants. Because if you're not standing up for him, and I know that a lot of people are going to go, well, he should because they're paying him. I don't know if you guys at your jobs, know what it's like to be sent across the country or to have your entire family moved or to have to make an entire new teammates. I know he's got money. I know he does. I hope the Giants are calling him and calming him down. I would need to be calmed down. If ESPN was rumored to steal me and I had to move to Bristol, Connecticut, I would need someone from Bleach Report to call me and go, there's no truth to this. There's none. Because I, I wouldn't be able to get work done. Just think about it in your own life and stop looking at money like it's the only thing that matters. I'm just saying, really, giants, either stand up for them or make a deal. Because it's this is not how you treat the number one player on your team. Over the weekend, the other things I want to touch on from free agency, great move by the Patri- Patriots to get Michael Bennett. They love this guy. I don't think Martellus was serious when he said he was going to come back and join them, but I look at Michael Bennett, fits perfectly into what they want to do. And to be honest, as an Eagles fan, he was unbelievable at the end of the year. 
I want to give some credit to the Giants organization. I thought their trade of Olivier Vernon for Kevin Zeitler was great. You get a veteran offensive lineman to add to that line, to put in there with some pieces that started working at the end of the year, and really giving Eli and Saquon and all them a little bit more time. And also, Olivier Vernon wasn't the piece that you needed. Very solid defensive end, is great all-around run and pass, Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon together is pretty darn special, but I'm just going to say that it matters more to the Browns and Zeitler meant more to the Giants. That might feel like a win-win on both sides. One of my favorite signings of the weekend was Eric Weddle to the Rams. I don't think Eric Weddle is a top safety anymore. I don't think he's the fastest. I don't think he hits the hardest, but I'll tell you what he does have. He's got about two or three, he's got about two or three more years left of where his brain is faster than everybody else in the field right now. I went back and I watched all these Ravens clips about how he would get people aligned or all those young cornerbacks on the Ravens that weren't playing great all of a sudden were lined up in the correct place. And I look at Eric Weddle and what he could mean to that defense that's losing their their middle linebacker. Oh my gosh, breaking news. Let me just fiddle this, finish this Weddle news and I'm going to get to this breaking news. But Eric Weddle, to put Marcus Peters in the right position, is invaluable. For him to be in the same meeting rooms as Wade Phillips is invaluable. He's a coach on the field, which is a very fun phrase to say. But more importantly, this is a defense that can be all over the place, and Eric Weddle can get him set up. Breaking news coming in. It's not going to be breaking when you listen to the pod, but Deshaun Jackson traded to the Eagles. Right after I said I wanted it, it happens. The universe is real. If you put out good energy, good energy's coming back. Deshaun Jackson is a Philadelphia freaking Eagle. Now, think about what they got. They got Alshon, the possession receiver. They finally got Deshaun Jackson that can take the top off of a defense. You have a running back situation that you have to imagine they're drafting or they're going to make a free agent play. They were able to re-sign Jason Peters today. They got a few of their other offensive linemen locked up, and you have a double tight end set with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Mainly, it's nice to have a speed-wide receiver on the field that's reliable. Mike Wallace wasn't reliable. Torrey Smith, good, but not special. Deshaun Jackson can still be special. And now, don't forget, don't forget, they get Mac Hollins back from injury too. Another speed wide receiver 